0: Welcome to episode number seven of Father and Dad, where we discuss the Catholic faith in the modern world from the unique perspective of Father and Dad. I'm Dad, P.J. Carraher.
1: And I'm Father, God willing, Stephen Carraher, his son.
0: Yes, and Stephen, so it's uh, Christmas uh, break time. Well, not not break just yet, but I mean you're back in one back more in...
1: week, finals week. One Seminarians week. still have to take finals.
0: <laughs> yes, you're still. As I was saying with mom, it's like it's great from a parent's perspective to see their children in finals because it's we remember the days of finals. But uh, yeah, I'm
1: glad that but... <laughs> you continue to witness my suffering <laughs> as I continue on for the next four years taking finals. God willing. So. Yes, exactly. But
0: uh, but you're back in town because yes. you know with with the the, the career Coronavirus and all that kind of stuff. So you're you're in town. you set up at uh, St. Bridget's with uh, with Father Ben. Out there. I am.
1: I am currently set up at St. Bridget's in Hobart, Indiana, with Father Ben Ross, which is excellent because Father yeah. Ben Ross was actually an associate pastor yeah. at St. Thomas More, our, our home parish, when he was actually just a baby priest, a new That's right. newly ordained priest. So this is. Uh, I remember right. I was on a I was on a Zoom Bible study with him th- just this past week, and uh, yeah, he introduced me as you know Stephen Carr, the seminarian, yeah. and then he mentioned that. Uh, you know, I was at a parish, the parish that he was at when he was an associate at the very beginning, so that we have a long and storied history. So and it definitely <laughs> definitely feels like that. So it's good. It's good to be with Father Ben Ross at uh, at uh, yeah. And at how is it in the rectory? You know, life together. How's how's that? Uh... Yeah, it's wonderful. It's kind of run like a monastery right now. It's just good. kind of nice. It's a smaller parish, so okay. uh, we spend. Uh, so I'm there with another seminarian as well, and both of us and Father Ben. Uh, pretty much, we, we spend most of our morning in prayer. So, we'll do daily Mass, and then we also okay. do uh, morning prayer. So, the prayers of the liturgy, the liturgy of the Hours together.
0: Okay, great. Yeah, we had mentioned that actually beforehand, you know, the, the daily Mass, and I had asked you yeah. about that. You know, as a priest, you you'd do the Mass every day. But you had said, I always thought that that was a requirement mm-hmm. of a priest, but and your response
1: to that was yeah it's actually not surprisingly yeah. so the I, th- I believe the requirement for the priest is that he says mass every week okay he doesn't necessarily have to say mass every day and in fact there are some parishes um we i this actually might be more common than it is not but yeah. there are some parishes that won't do a saturday morning mass okay uh, based off you know just personnel reasons or okay. you know they don't have the right people for you know or they you know they don't have enough attendance to warrant it so yeah, actually as a priest you don't necessarily have to say mass every day. However, most of the priests that I know, okay. you know, they will say mass every day. Um, so it, although, but it is not required, but the other thing that is required for the priest, and I think is what you want to lead into yeah. is yeah. the liturgy of the hours.
0: Yeah. You mentioned, yeah. Cause we were talking before the show about what's required. And mm-hmm. uh, I was surprised, like I said, to hear that, that daily mass wasn't, but you did say the liturgy, of the hours. Yes. And and when you said that to me, I thought, oh my gosh, liturgy, of the hours, what does that yep. mean? And how, cause <laughs> to, to, all right, to be candid from my perspective, as much as I, I love the mass, but yeah. having... All right. I'm going to give you a little bit too much background. That's great. Uh, I was a paper boy as a kid. Yes. Okay. So I, every morning I had to deliver the papers. So yep. every night when I went down as to bed, it's like, I got to get up tomorrow. I got to get up to deliver the papers. And mm-hmm. so it was no rest. It was, I don't mm-hmm. care what the mm-hmm. weather wise it was all that. So to me, that's like what being a priest is. is like every morning I got to get up. I got to do mass. Okay? Yeah, sure. Okay. Sure. okay? <laughs> and, and it's not a negative thing, but it, but then when you said that you have the liturgy, of the hours and it's mm-hmm. like, my gosh, I have to do this every day. And, 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 mm-hmm. and it, all right, so so c- d- to talk me down in a sense, I mean, sure. uh, to me, it almost sounds—is it, it? sounds like a burden almost, and, and I want to know what it what is it what does it involve? What does the liturgy involve? Uh, I want to know a couple of things. One, yeah. you know, what does it involve? Yeah. Two, sure. what uh, what are the f- fruits of that? So I'm going to be prying you on that. So yeah, tell me sure. to what what are the liturgy? Yeah, what of is, the What is? Well, I guess we could probably <laughs> just start off as
1: what it, what it is, because yeah. I know coming into even just coming into seminary, I had maybe heard in passing about liturgy of the hours. I heard, you know, maybe that I I didn't even know what it was called. I knew that the priests had to pray something every day, but I didn't really necessarily know what it was. But entering into seminary just kind of like totally rocked my world in terms of like, you know, what is the Liturgy of the Hours? It's wonderful. So the Liturgy of the Hours are a set of prayers that a priest promises to pray Mm -hmm. after ordination uh, for the rest of his life. So um, in the current edition, for lack of a better word, of the Liturgy of the Hours which is it's the prayer that is prayed by the universal church. So it's yeah. It's, let's because yeah. you said edition and let's. We'll, we'll get in But there actually is a, bo- a yeah. set of books. There are yeah. There are a set of. It's an actual. You can buy a set of books. You can actually go and buy it right now. I bet you can yeah. find some copies on eBay or Amazon or something. But the books are actually kind of expensive. They're 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 kind of. I have one right here. I know you can't see it, but they're yeah. actually they're kind of little. But they have just a they have the, just the thinnest pages in the world, and they have. So like, from a, what I see here, packing. it looks like a small Bible. Yeah, it's a little small. It looks like a little small Bible, and there's yeah. a, there's. Four of them. So there's four little books. um, Four for the year. Four for the year, for the whole entire year.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, And basically, uh, just kind of so that you can get a practical look of how it looks like, I think that's because that's a big question that I had, especially at the beginning. Yeah. Is there are five times during the day, ideally... Yeah. that we would pray the liturgy of the hours. Now it is possible some priests will pray like all of them in the morning, some priests will pray Oh, so all you're not locked to see
0: too because when, when you say liturgy of the hours I always my my brain goes to uh, the the bell tower ringing bells at yes. the different times yeah. of the day. So I think I thought the two were coupled like Yeah,
1: well they are actually coupled, but it's it's and it's preferred that you do say it at the right time. And in fact okay. it is it is written so that, you know, you <laughs> pray at the right time, but the Church her wisdom understands that sometimes, you know, a priest's schedule is just True. So crazy and and so they they, 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 the church, in her generosity and wisdom, has allowed, you know. Okay. They just so if you know to. you
0: got a crazy day coming up or something like that, and you want to do this, maybe you mm-hmm. do a bunch of it in the morning, and you know you could do. Yeah, it maybe but a again, this is night.
1: it's preferable that you say the the right times at the the right okay. hours at the right time. So there are five. Okay. Um, there are two. There the two major ones, which yeah. are the ones that are kind of called the quote unquote hinges of the day, are morning prayer and evening prayer. Okay. So in morning pr- prayer, the idea is that we're offering our day to God. So. Hmm. Um, uh, in morning prayer, there are three psalms that we recite. Actually, in all all five of the hours, there are, are three psalms that we recite. Hmm. Basically, the the whole entire it's called the book that the book that the liturgy of the hours is in is called the breviary. In the okay. Brevery, kind of the idea is through the liturgy of the hours, you're going through most of the psalms. So in a four week period, you're actually praying a very large portion of the 150 psalms. Really? Yeah, I was going to ask yeah. you: Do you cover all the psalms? You we don't cover we don't cover all of them. Okay, we cover like a a very a very significant chunk of them, if not all. That, of them. That's yeah.
0: fantastic. Because I'll I'll tell you, you know, I read the Bible. Your mom and I, we do mm-hmm. some stuff together. But part of my in the back of my head, I would love to be able to spend the time to to, to get to know that because the Psalms, because there's so yeah. much in there, I, and there's so much probably to unpack in each one. There
1: is. There absolutely is. And I've heard so many beautiful stories of because you think about. I think kind of referencing your. I don't know, the the paper boy wondering, like, you know, (laughs) oh, man, you have to pray this every single day. Isn't this kind of some sort of trap or something? (laughs) Um, You talk to priests, especially older priests, who have been really praying the breviary faithfully ever since day one of their ordination, and they can say, like... It's, it's amazing hearing them, hearing their witness. Cause they say, you know, as you pray it more and more, those words start to become your words huh. you know, that becomes, uh-huh. it becomes your prayer. So, and you come, you just become so familiar with those Psalms, even just, so I've only been praying the breviary brevi for a couple of years. And there's, you know, there's some prayers that we pray every single day that I mm-hmm. have memorized. And, you know, after, after a couple of weeks, a couple of months, you start to memorize those things. So yeah. it's beautiful just to be able to, like you said, encounter scripture every day, and especially in the liturgy, the hours in such a way that you encounter it at specific hours of the day, and okay. you're, you're you're kind of fulfilling the Lord's command to you know pray always, you know pray without ceasing. Um, so you got the so yeah. you got the psalms. So let's yeah, so say got you start psalms. with the morning. You 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 do three psalms, and then is
0: there a yeah? Reading? So then we
1: do yeah we do have a reading. We have a reading at morning prayer and evening prayer. Usually it'll be something from the New Testament. Okay. Some usually one of Paul's letters. Huh. And then uh, we'll have intercessions for both morning and evening prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and then we do uh, at morning and evening prayer as well a canticle from the gospel. So in morning prayer every mm. single day we recite the canticle of Zachariah. Ah. Um, which is the can't, the, the, what Zechariah says after his, uh, his uh, he becomes, he, he's able to speak again.
0: Oh, uh, Zechariah, right, yes. right, 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 uh, John the Baptist's yeah. uh, father. Okay, that's right, because he went mute. Mm-hmm. because he uh, Yeah, so he it.
1: prophesies this beautiful prophecy about John the Baptist that we yeah. recite every day. And then in the evening, very beautifully, we recite the canticle of Mary, which is the Magnificat. So it's my soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. Just this beautiful thing that Mary says um, after Elizabeth greets her. At the um, oh when yeah when she yeah when she goes Mm -hmm. yeah at the visitation at the visitation correct yeah and then in the in uh, so those are the two the two main prayers are the morning prayer and the evening prayer so morning prayer we give we give God our day evening prayer we thank God for the day that we've you know that we've given Him Um, and then we have three other which are you know they're kind I kind of consider them the minor hours they are still required for Mm -hmm. the priest but they Mm -hmm. don't have they're not as much as the hinges as the morning and the evening prayer. The uh, first is the office of readings, which is the longest one. So there's <laughs> and that's the that's the one that uh, oftentimes some seminarians will uh kind of kind of, kind of wait till the last minute. <laughs> well they'll <laughs> they'll kinda wait, kind of wait <laughs> till the last minute to include that one, you know, into their prayer schedule. Wait, so, I, I, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm gonna pause you for a sec. Yeah. Do you have to do them in, in order when you
0: go through the liturgy
1: of hours? I mean do you do yeah. the, So the the ones that you have to do in order are, you know, morning prayer then daytime prayer, which is that second one, evening yeah. prayer and night prayer. And then the office of readings, which is the long one. Where right. Have to, you can do that in any. So that's movable. Day. Okay. That is movable. Okay. So good question. Excellent question. Yeah. Um, so the office of readings. Yeah. So usually there will be two longer passages. One will usually be from scripture, usually the Old Testament. Right now we're going through, since we're in Advent, we've been going through the prophet Isaiah, all of his prophecies. Ah, um. Um, and then the second reading is actually, interestingly enough, um, some writing from the early church so oftentimes you'll have church fathers who have been, you, you know, they were writing. Now you're saying early. To me, early means before 400. Oh yeah, I'm. T- we're so talking, these are the
0: guys who are getting. hiding
1: talk, in caves. Yeah, and, we're talking and, and about. We're talking about guys who are writing in like 100. You know, we're wow. talking about guys who are writing in like 150. You know. Oh you, wow. And we have their writings, and you know, we still we still read them, and and they're very beautiful. They're, they're, some of the most beautiful writing of the church is the—it's the, called the Patristics, the uh, church fathers.
0: Is—is is there a lot of pe- uh, so now I'm going to go off a little bit of attention on these guys. Yeah. Uh, is, so with that, with that period being a different time period, is there a lot of? peeling back to be able to figure out what the heck they're talking about, you know their yeah, perspective Yeah they're really
1: they're really trying to in the patristic f- period um, well there there there's just such a there I think what's so beautiful about them is they're so close to that revel- to the yes. revelation of Christ they yes. you know they the people who are writing these are people who knew the apostles you yeah, know which yeah. is absolutely wonderful so they're doing at this at this point you know and each one has a different sort of style or different sort of angle how they're approaching it but they're really doing theology in a very practical sense you know mm. Yeah. These are pastors who are, you know, they're priests and bishops of, of these, you know, newly formed dioceses, you know, who are um, just trying to, to give their faithful as much as possible in terms of, of the spiritual life, and, yeah, you know, as, as, as well as, you know, trying, trying to, to figure form, it out themselves, yeah, trying the to form, time. trying to form their identity as well as, you know, what does it mean to be Christian? You know, yeah. how do we, how do, what do we do with the revelation that we've received from Jesus Christ? You know, what is the revelation? What is it? Because,
0: because yeah. at the start weren't, I mean, really at this, at the times of the apostles, they, they thought that the second coming was coming within their lifetime. Yeah. There had to be a period mm-hmm. of, Unpacking that, and it's like, no, wait a second. This yeah, there's is the there's haul.
1: definitely you see it's it, it, you see an authentic development of an understanding of what exactly it is that Jesus Christ revealed to us. So, and that's that that is beautifully unpacked by the fathers. You know, as early as you know the 100s, you wow. know 150s, you start to see. And you the, what the beautiful thing is, you read them now, and they're still applicable today. Huh. It's beautiful. You still you see the you see beautifully how the theology has not changed for us. Wow. You see very very beautifully that from the very beginning this is what the church taught. So it's so nice to get to encounter that every single day in the office of readings. That's that's my that's one of my no, favorite cool. parts. And
0: and yeah. to to my brain went off on one thing with that as you were talking about that we we touched on it a little bit earlier. I just want to make sure we don't breeze over it. Yeah, the all of these breviaries are universal yeah. meaning the mm-hmm. prayers that you're saying now someone in South America mm-hmm. or the Philippines or whatever they're reading the same readings everybody's doing the same or to my
1: that- to my understanding um, to to a certain extent yeah all the priests of the you know the whole entire church universal is praying the the liturgy of the hours and it's yeah. the same structure. Uh, the translations obviously are Oh yeah, are of course,
0: of course. But I mean like are they also reading the patristics? I guess is my Yes, guess.
1: yeah, I believe that they are still le- reading the patristics and they're still reading the psalms that we're reading and so it's it's just this very beautiful You're right. It is it is the it's actually called the 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 prayer of the church, the liturgy of the hours. It's yeah. it, is, it is formally called the prayer of the church. Um which is very beautiful. So so getting back sorry to the yeah, nope. to the to the to the actual uh, uh, prayer. So yeah. we the office, you know, we just talked about the main the main idea with the office is you're reading, you know, those two lar- longer passages. Mm-hmm. We talked about morning prayer that first hinge of the day. Then there's daytime prayer which is just a really quick one. You usually can get it done in about 5 minutes. It's okay. meant to go somewhere in the day. There's a there, you can do it uh, in mid-morning, afternoon, mm-hmm. mid-afternoon. And that's just very quick, usually three psalms, or maybe they'll do a longer psalm and they'll split it up into three different parts. Mm -hmm. Um, And then after daytime prayer is evening prayer, like I said, that last hinge of the day. Mm -hmm. And then finally, at the very end of the day, before we go to sleep, there's night prayer, which I find very beautiful. So there's only actually seven different night prayers. Hmm. So you say the whole cycle every Every week, week. which is very beautiful. So, and it's got in there, it's got the very beautiful canticle of Simeon, which you say every night, which is... um, the canticle that Simeon says. Uh, now, was, Simeon was, priest, was. Yeah. Uh, yeah he was th- the he priest was, at the
0: presentation. At the presentation. So mm-hmm. he was the guy who God promised to show him uh,
1: uh, the, the, the Messiah. The, the Messiah. Mm-hmm. And so he hung on. Yeah. And, and it's very beautiful because it, yeah. it starts, you know. So it's a prayer now, of hope, yeah. I, I assume. Oh, yeah. Now Lord, you let your servant go in peace. You know, my yeah. your word has been fulfilled. Um, so it's just this very beautiful end of the day, you know, thinking about like, okay, you know, I've done, I've done this work. I've seen what God has, you know, has desired to show me this day and now I can go in peace. Yeah. So it's just a very beautiful way yeah, to end a the good, day. Yeah. When you think about that, that is a nice peaceful. It's a very beautiful way. And I think the, the most beautiful thing though, is we always, you always end the liturgy of the hours with, um, at, after night prayer with, yeah. with a, uh, with a hymn to Mary, so usually the the traditional hymn that you usually do is the 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 uh, Salve Regina, you know, the Hail Holy yes. Queen, but in Latin. So and there's a, it's just very beautiful, especially if you're sing you're you're singing the liturgy, of the hours, yeah, um, in in uh, communion with a bunch of different seminaries. I was going to ask priests. you that
0: question. So will you find mm-hmm. yourself some? So you will. I was I was wondering, are there times that you will share this as a group, as yeah. a communal?
1: Yeah, in fact, prayer. it was actually it's it's written specifically, you know, for the intention of it being said in community. Oh, yeah. So it's it's kind of the it's kind of set up not to be said by yourself it's set up to be said in uh, it's called in choir which is you all have right. two different sides that'll go back and forth ah, and, okay. and do they'll, they'll yeah, parts. We'll, we'll yeah. do parts in different like every other stanza of the psalm will switch so will you do this in the seminary then do you do Yeah, uh, actually yeah and i'm pretty sure all seminaries will will do this if not you know uh, i don't know how that I do i don't know how that seminary's doing but um But yeah, so pretty much in seminary, uh, it's very beautifully, at least in my seminary, we do morning and evening prayer together, those two hinges of the day. And it's, I'll tell you what, it's, it's very beautiful to be in a place where there's, you know, 150, 200 guys who are praying this prayer together. It's really, it, it is really something absolutely beautiful and astounding. And it's one thing you always hear it. You can ask a seminarian too about this, but the best, like one of the best parts about coming back from seminary after a break yeah. is going to, you know, going to the chapel and praying morning prayer together, going to the chapel, yeah. praying evening prayer together. There's something really about this prayer of the church, praying together in community as it was intended to do.
0: I'm, and it makes me think, uh, so this is something I'm looking forward to touching base with you. Yeah. 10 years down the sure, line. Sure. Yeah. I, I want to know, you know, in 10 years when you're out there, God willing, that, uh, uh, is this still a touch base for you and -hmm. and how does that work? And I'm wondering, will priests, Diocesan priests when they come together because I know you guys they'll come together is mm-hmm. that something that they cherish and they use mm-hmm. uh, and and also is it something you meet a priest from uh, Schenectady, New York yeah, or something uh-huh. like that is that a, you know a touch base and, and sure, that sort yeah. of thing
1: and I think I think in some sense it is and it's something really beautiful too because I think it's I think what's very beautiful is I, I forget who told me this but the yeah. priesthood is the greatest fraternity on earth. It is, yeah, it is, you yeah. know, you, you can go to any part of the country, you can go to any part of the world and you, you find a priest and they, they know exactly, they've been through the same thing that you've yeah. been, you know, we've been through seminary, we yeah. pray the liturgy of the hours, we celebrate mass. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of commonality between us. Yeah. And I find that even, even as a seminarian, you know, going to different functions and meeting seminarians from across the country yeah. and we, you know. We might not know anything about each other, but we know each other, you know, yeah. through, through praying the Liturgy of the Hours, going through the experience of seminary. So th- there really is a fraternal aspect to the Liturgy of the Hours.
0: Yeah, I see that. And it, way off on a tangent, once I kind of got this, a sneak peek, there was a dinner that mom and I were invited to, and it was yeah. all the priests were there. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was unique, because usually I only see priests in ones and twos. Yeah. Uh-huh. And to see them, it was priests by the dozens oh, yeah. <laughs> and just to see the fraternity between mm-hmm. everybody there. It was really, uh, and uh, not that I wouldn't expect it, but it was, it was a beautiful thing to see. Yeah.
1: That is something really beautiful. And I'll yeah. do, I'm sorry, do it. We're yeah. going to, we're going to stay on this tangent a little bit longer. Yeah. I'm going to do a little bit of pl- a little plug if yeah. after, after this whole COVID thing is over. What's so beautiful is to yeah. go to like a huge Catholic conference. Like for example, yeah. every year, the fellowship of Catholic mm-hmm. university students yeah. focus We'll get together once a year around New Year's. Yeah. Um, and they'll have just this really huge conference lots of big name Catholic speakers and they'll always have mass every day and it's so beautiful to see just a procession of like I, I kid you not hundreds of priests yeah. and it's so beautiful just to yeah. see you know just priests you know scores and scores of yeah. these men who have given their life to, to Christ to lead campuses or, yeah. across the country come yeah. together there is really something about seeing a bunch of priests together and it's it's just a very beautiful fraternal no. you know experience and it's
0: really not a tangent because in a sense isn't the liturgy of the hours that's kind of although you got it's you're you're all in it together yeah you know, absolutely it, it is yeah, a, we definitely a uh, it is it is um, it is a
1: group effort it's a group yeah. effort to sanctify time to um to to bring order out of the chaos yes. of time yeah. so yeah and that's kind of what the kind of what we're called to do as a priest you know yeah i think probably one of the best or one of the most interesting spiritual advice that i got at the very early years of seminary was from this very holy priest yeah. um he said, um, you know, if you want to be a good priest, you have to make your bed every morning. And I'm like, that's huh. a very interesting thing. He's like, and the reason why is because that reminds me, it reminds you of what you're on for, for the day. You're on for, for the day to make order out of chaos. Huh. I think that's really, it's, and I think seeing the liturgy of the hours is a very beautiful witness to that because we, in the liturgy of the hours, we are making order out of chaos. We are sanctifying yeah. time, ordering time as it properly is intended to for God, you know? to fulfill that uh that that decree from God you know of, of Christ to to pray without ceasing to make every moment of our of our day a moment of prayer and and doing it very explicitly in the liturgy of the hours. So I will I will leave this one thing cuz I know we're, we're wrapping up here um that this isn't actually just a prayer that only priests can pray or only pr- seminarians can pray. The liturgy of the hours is something that anybody in the church can pray. Yeah. Any any lay person is able to pray this. So how so, would how would we how how would you recommend us yeah. Well, I that. think the best way to do to to expose yourself is to go to uh, oftentimes some parishes will offer evening prayers, um, you know, just during s- certain times of the day. Maybe maybe it's a Lenten practice that a parish will do this, or maybe it's a practice for Christmas or a big, ho- big feasts for, um, uh, you know, they'll pray evening prayer or morning prayer together. But if they yeah, if your parish offers something like that, I'd absolutely recommend for you to go check that out. Yeah. If you want to get into it by yourself, I would not necessarily recommend you buying the full four <laughs> four book set. It is. And it trust is,
0: me, I've looked through the book and I could never figure. My, well, you showed me the book and you said, okay, you have to open to the middle yeah, first to start. And I was like, no, I'm lost. <laughs> it is. It is not. It is
1: not a very user friendly. It's. Yeah. It makes sense in the. It makes sense in the wisdom of the church and for yes. the priests who you know have books similar to it. But if you're completely new to this, you have no idea that you have to open up to the middle to find out how to how to actually do it. Um, I would recommend downloading there's an app it's called iBrevery. IBRY okay iBrievery. So if you okay. look it up it's a free app. It's the the icon is like two hands that are praying. That makes sense. Okay. Um, and it's it has it's it's pretty much super easy. You can download every single day. Um, and then on the side tab, you can select which, you know, which of the five liturgy of the hours, you know, office, morning okay. prayer, daytime prayer, evening prayer, night prayer that you want to pray. And then it just pops up and the whole thing is just nice in order. <laughs> you can just scroll down and pray it. So if you want to get it, if you want to get started like that, I'd recommend I breathe, breathe. if not, I think the, probably the best way is, is to get started is to pray it in community. So I'd really yeah. recommend, you know, uh, you know, if your priest doesn't do it, maybe ask him to, you know, if this would be something he'd be interested in or hmm. Um, you know, if or try to find a parish that, that does do it because it's a very beautiful prayer and it is it is the it is called the prayer of the church and it is meant for everyone in the church. So I would absolutely recommend if you have not experienced yet to at least give it a shot, see what it's all. about. Fantastic, so. fantastic, great. Thanks. Well, uh, that'll wrap
0: it up uh, for today. Um, thank you, uh, f- folks, for listening. Uh, as uh, we always say, there is no charge for our podcast, but we do ask for one form of payment if you like what you hear. Please tell two friends about it and pass it along and and have them listen. Um, Also, we'd like to offer our thanks to those of you who've listened and offered us your comments. We welcome your input. Um, And to help out our listeners, uh, we've created uh, two email addresses. We've created father at Mm fatheranddad.com and dad at fatheranddad.com. And we have our website, fatheranddad.com. And as far as those email addresses, we'll let you figure out which email address goes to. To which. <laughs> we'll see. We'll find out. Will we'll we see get who the emails the email. at all? Who knows? <laughs> Very good. But feel free to email us any comments and questions that you may really have. And uh, thank you for listening. He came down to-